Support for this podcast and the following message come from Allianz Travel Insurance. An unexpected medical emergency can cost you. It can cost you even more when you're traveling abroad. Protect your trip at AllianzTravelInsurance.com. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. Members of the House have voted this evening to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. It was a historic move, but as NPR's Amanda Bastille reports, one likely not to go far. House members voted along party lines to impeach Mayorkas for, quote, willful and systemic refusal to comply with the law in enforcing border policy and, quote, breach public trust. Mayorkas is the first cabinet member to be impeached since William Belknap, Secretary of War under President Grant, in 1876. The House's successful impeachment vote comes a week after another failed vote on the measure. Three Republicans joined a unanimous Democratic caucus to block the effort. This time, thanks to the return of Representative Steve Scalise after an absence to seek treatment for blood cancer, they were able to overcome the opposition to pass the impeachment measure. However, it is unlikely that he will be convicted in the Senate or removed from office. Jimena Bustillo, NPR News. President Biden is calling on the House to take up bipartisan legislation passed by the Senate that includes military assistance for Ukraine and Israel. As Tamara Keith reports, Biden used remarks today to hit former President Trump for saying if NATO allies didn't spend enough on their own defense, he'd tell Russia to do whatever it wants. Biden described Trump's weekend rally rant about NATO as dumb, shameful, dangerous, and unimaginable. American. He said history is watching and told House Republicans who have indicated they plan to block the Senate bill that they need to think hard about whose side they are on. You got to decide. Are you going to stand up for freedom? Or are you going to side with terror and tyranny? You're going to stand with Ukraine? You're going to stand with Putin? Will we stand with America or with Trump? Speaker Mike Johnson has said the House won't take its cues from the Senate. Tamara Keith, NPR News, the White House. The Senate passed its own bill earlier today, which would allocate $60 billion for Ukraine. And at a news conference today, House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries says Democrats are eager to get a bill to the president's desk. The overwhelming majority of House Democrats are ready, willing, and able to support the national security bill right now. However, despite that Senate approval, the bill does face a much less certain future in the House. That's a bit growing debate within the party over the role of the U.S. abroad. Polls are closing at this hour in an unusual vote to elect a replacement for disgraced Congressman George Santos in New York today. That is despite snowy weather there. Special elections viewed as a bellwether in the battle for control of Congress. Today's election pits Democrat Tom Swazi, a former congressman, against Republican Mozzie Pillup, a county lawmaker. The district in part of Queens and on Long Island became vacant after Santos was expelled from Congress last year over various lies, he told. Stocks came off their session lows but still closed down more than 500 points. This is NPR. Former President Donald Trump has been calling for a shakeup in the leadership of the Republican Party, and it now appears that is taking place. Despite having not received the nomination, Trump met with current Republican National Committee Chair Rona McDaniel, who said she'll step down after the South Carolina primary. In a highly unusual move, Trump on social media today said he wants McDaniel to be replaced by North Carolina GOP Chair Michael Wantley. He has supported false claims the election was stolen from him, along with his daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, who would act as co-chair. 
The South African government is sending almost 3,000 troops to the Democratic Republic of Congo amid a surge in unrest there. Kate Bartlett reports the South Africans will work alongside the DRC security forces fighting insurgents in the east of the country. President Cyril Ramaphosa has announced the deployment of 2,900 members of the armed forces, saying it is South Africa's obligation as a member of the Southern African Development Community. Thousands of people have fled their homes this week as the M23 rebel group advances towards the key city of Goma in North Kivu province in the DRC's mineral-rich east. Neighboring Rwanda has been accused of supporting the rebels, an allegation Kigali denies. Parts of the DRC have been mired in conflict for decades. Recently, the lengthy UN peacekeeping mission to the country began withdrawing at Kinshasa's behest. For NPR News, I'm Kate Bartlett in Johannesburg. Crude oil futures prices closed higher today. Oil ended the session up 95 cents a barrel to settle at 77.87 a barrel in New York. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com slash switch.